Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast with your host Tonka Johnson, where we talk hot topics and receive an inspirational word. Now here's our host Tonka. Good morning. Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. My name is Tonka J. How y'all doing today? Listen, it has been a great, great uh, discussion that we've been talking about um, for the last, well, yesterday we were talking about being aligned and being assigned. Ooh, you know, when God downloads uh, things with me and he does some special um uh, downloads in my spirit let me tell you uh he reveals it on such a level that gets me to a place where i'm digging out things even in my own life even in my own ministry even in my own personal life and so uh i i want to dig into the book of jonah this morning because i want to talk about how you can be aligned uh with god and assigned to a region but because of fear, anger, hurt, pain, uh, we reject the city. We refuse to go to that city. We feel that with our own pain, our own issues, that the people that uh, we are sent to doesn't deserve to be forgiven. They don't deserve uh, recognition. They don't deserve uh, uh, peace. They don't deserve uh, any form of grace, you know, because we weren't shown grace. So we don't. You know, we don't feel that they're old grace. I mean, there's so many levels with this. And so I, I want to deal with that uh, this morning. And as the Lord uh, begins to hover, my God, over this um, this word about being aligned and assigned, the subtopic is going to be the uh, obedient one. The obedient one, the one that stays in complete obedience will be aligned and assigned. Okay, so we thank God for his grace and his presence as he rests on this podcast in Jesus name. So we're going to go to the book of Jonah, chapter number three, verses one. And he said, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, arise and go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto the preaching that I bid thee. Verse three. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceeding, exceedingly great city of three days journey. And Jonah entered into that uh, city of the day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them. For the word of the Lord came to the king of Nineveh, and he, and he arose from his throne and laid his robe from him and covered it with sackcloth and ashes. So not only did the people repent it, but the leader repented, right? A few chapters prior to the prophet was, was shipwrecked into the belly of the whale for three days. He kept going opposite of what God said. But now, because he aligned himself, repentance has taken place, <laughs> Power has showed up. The people love God. 
Can you imagine you God's been telling you to go to a particular region. He's been telling you to to go to a particular city. He's been telling you to go to a particular nation, but because of old issues, old wounds, you're telling God, no, 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 no. But then when you say, finally say yes, that warfare and everything else that went, came to you lives and now you go and, and you obey God and now look what happens. <laughs> now listen, I'm preaching this backwards, okay? I'm not going to have, I'm not, and, I, and, and hear me when I tell you, I'm ministering this word uh, uh, with the good things first and then we're going to talk about how to overcome uh, the negative devices of the enemy concerning your vision, your mantle, your mantle and your mandate. Okay. Because the enemy often uses negativity in our own life to get us off of the mark of where God assigned us, where we're supposed to be designated, where we're supposed to go to, 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 to the Bible says to go into all the world, making disciples of men, baptizing them in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. So if he gave a great commission to his disciples, he knew that a few of them were going to be scared and they were okay. You got to realize that when the stoning of Stephen took place after the Holy Ghost had came upon them in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit came upon them and then there was a huge death. <laughs> Can you imagine the church's birth? Repentance is taking place. Peter preaches a, a, a one sermon revival breaks out in that city. And the next thing you know, you have a huge death. Right. So it, it, these type of things do happen. These type of things happen because God has said, I don't want you to, to just uh, pray about it. I don't want you to just repent about it. I want you to be about it. See, we, we, we've actually, we've learned how to master repentance and, 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 and worship, praise, prophetic, apostolic. We master that because you know why? The church has become educated now. So we have Google, we have the educational system, but we are still struggling in our inner man to perform the works of the Lord. We are still struggling to perform the works that God has ordained us to be. And so the God, God will often uh, gut out the prophet first. God guts out the mouthpiece first. Listen, whenever the Lord begins to do something in a region, he starts with a prophet. And this is the reason why uh, 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 John the Baptist, when he came on the scene, he preached the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He didn't preach Oh, my feelings, oh, my emotions, oh, look what they've done. Many of us have used the, the platform of the Lord to post and, and boast, especially on social media, our own emotional baggage. But we're not preaching according to the will of the Father. When God wanted to do something in Nineveh, he had to choose someone that he knew was going to run from his presence. Because in the previous chapter, it says, and Jonah ran from the presence of the Lord. And Jonah ran from the presence of the Lord. And then he ran from the presence of the How many times does a prophet or someone who's assigned to a region has to keep running from the presence of God in order for him to go in and, and demonstrate what God is really showing him? How about that? Can you imagine being connected to the almighty God? And God 
ordains your footsteps. And because of his grace, because of his mercy, because of his glory, because of his, 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 his uh, uh, infinite power over your life, that you still run from his presence. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. God can, God can bless you with a $5 million check. But if your heart is not geared towards him, you're certainly not going to go and have the people become geared toward him. So, so, so in, this, in this text, we see that he was crying. <laughs> he was emotional. He had baggage. But when he finally obeyed, my God, his alignment and his assignment brought him into a place of brokenness before God. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 7. And, and he calls to, 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 to be proclaimed and published. Published is an is a acquisition right. We're going to get to that. And he calls it to be published. Uh, and through Nineveh, by the decree of the king of his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, ne herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them feed not, nor drink water. But every beast and man be covered in sackcloth and cry unto God. Let me tell you something. When real repentance show up, when you are aligned and assigned, repentance, revival will show up in a region. My God, when you aligned, when you assigned, God will follow you. That's why he told David, he said, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Woo! My God, we want to see real revival in America. We want, to see, we want to see real power show up in the White House, in the courthouse, in the city limit. Let somebody call for a fast of sackcloth and ashes. See, we got to get some obedient prophets. Come on here. We got to get some obedient people that, that are prophetically hearing from God. Because when you and I become obedient to the presence, to the power, to the will of the Almighty, when we become obedient to the will and the presence of the Almighty God, He will begin to shift the way you think. He'll begin to shift the way you see things. He'll begin to shift how you do business here in the earth realm. I'm going to encourage you all this morning, hallelujah, to step into a place where we will begin to obey God for the next 40 days, hallelujah, until we step into, until we step into another dispensation of time, because just because you've entered into a new era doesn't mean that you have not really put your whole face towards the horns of the altar. Just because COVID-19 is present doesn't mean we really repenting, y'all, because a lot of us are still doing the same mess and the same foolishness we were doing five and ten and twelve months ago. Come on here, somebody. God wants to bring us to a place where we're honoring his presence all the days of our lives, 24 hours a day. And with, with Jonah's decree here, calls the king, calls the people to submit unto God. You want to see something break out in the White House? You prophets, you leaders. Hallelujah.
You go forth. We go forth. Come on, I'm talking to me too. When I lay it down at the feet of God, come out of bondage, come out of sin. Hallelujah. We make so many excuses on why we can't, why we won't, why we don't. And God is looking at us like, I, I, I'm stripping you of these excuses. Well, Lord, I'm too black. I can't go. Lord, I'm too hurt. I can't go. Lord, I'm too wounded. I can't go. God, they have lied on me. I can't go. What? No unto him is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. It's not about you or me. Hallelujah. Not about our emotions. It's not about how your, how, how your, your intellect. It's about the kingdom. It's about the kingdom. It's about your, 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 you posturing yourself into a praise. You posturing yourself into a worship. You posturing yourself in such a fast. Oh God, you're not doing it for man please. A lot of us is doing this fasting and praying for man pleasing. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. But you don't want to do the work. You don't want to do the work behind the scenes. My God. Hallelujah. We got to do the work. My uncle is a, is a professor. I'm going to tell y'all this story. Hallelujah. Because I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Ha! Woo, glory to God. My uncle's a professor at a community college in Missouri. And he told the people there. I was there when he told them. He said, listen. He says, I, 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 I teach health class. To get you to see that you're not gonna you're not gonna skate by in this class. I'm gonna give you a time and a space. He said, but everyone in here starts off with an A. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Everybody in the class start off with an A. He said, but by the time the ending of the semester take place, he said, however you prove yourself in your work. In your deed, whew, my God, however you prove yourself with your attendance, that's going to determine whether you keep this A or not. This is in college. And, 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 I, and I used to, uh, my, my, my uncle was, was teaching on the top floor. I was in the bottom floor at the same school because the town was so small. Went up there, I said, hey, uncle, how you doing? Glory. He said, hey, hey, you know. Very quiet man. No nonsense type person, right? He didn't, he, he didn't talk much, but when he did, you knew he was talking. All right. And he, he was a zero tolerance for gesturing and foolishness. Right. Uh, anyway. But he said to them, as long as you do the work, you keep the A. And God is saying to us, us prophets, us, 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 us leaders, us people that he has assigned to a region in this hour. He said, as long as you stay aligned. As long as you stay in my face, as long as you stay diligent to the cross, as long as you keep your hand on the plow, I am going to make sure that you pass every test. I'm going to make sure that you pass everything that the enemy throws at you. I'm going to make sure that every time you open your mouth, I will feel it. Why? Because God desires for us to be aligned. He, 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 he purposely causes things to arise so that we can deal with it. 
I'm preaching to somebody right now. Somebody says, well, you know, I don't understand why this keeps happening. I don't get why this always happens at this same time every year. Blah, 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 blah. This takes place. That takes place. And God is saying, I want it to manifest so that you can deal with the thing that hinders the glory of God. See, Nineveh probably was in such devilment that they needed a prophet because the people probably with the king that was here probably had great leadership but no establishment. That's another, that's another podcast for another time. That's another podcast for another time. But what my point is, you can, you can have great leadership because in this text, the leader repented also. The leader got himself right as also, right? And put out a decree that not man nor beast was going was was to do anything unless they repented, right? So, so, so the proclamation went forth. But many of us, many of us have excuses on why we don't want to do a thing. And because we don't do a thing, it hinders the, the release, the revival, the blessings for others. So I decree and declare on this day, September the 16th, 2020, that as we begin to step into this new uh, uh, Hebraic New Year, Arash Hashan, as we step into the Feast of Tabernacles, as we step into Yom Kippur coming up in October, as we step into the manifestation of this 10-year reign of the mouth, we are going to see more revival take place. God is bringing us out of the old into the new. We got to come out of hiding, prophets. We got to come out of, out of bondage, prophets. This is a word for the prophets. This is a word for all. For, for, uh, if you're a prophet, if you're a prophetic uh, 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 alarm sounder, if you are a prophetic minstrel and you're singing every Sunday and you're looking for new ways to tap into the realm of glory, obedience, I'm telling you, will tap you into the realm of the glory. It will tap you into the realm of the impossible. It will tap you into the realm of power. It will tap you into the realm of authority. But we've got we've to be, we've got to discern. Hallelujah. We got to discern what we're dealing with, saints. Let me finish reading this and then we're going to pray, okay? We're going to pray that we that 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 we stay obedient. We stay obedient and become the obedient one that stays. If God just has one of us just to obey. Can you imagine the shift that will take place in an entire nation? And that's the reason why some of y'all, I, I, I talk to a lot of prophets, a lot of prophets, and I, I've heard so many prophets say, there's something that's off. There's something ain't right. Do you know why that is? Because when you're not assigned, when you're not aligned, when you're not alignment, when you're not prayerful, when we're not fasting, it throws off structure. It hinders the flow. It hinders the shift. So I'm going to give you some pinpoints today. Repentance starts with the prophet first. So because God dealt with Jonah's ego first before he went and preached repentance 
to the entire city of Nineveh. Number two, we must stay postured while we're in the assignment. That means, you know, you may have a bad day. Even though you may have a bad moment, you got to stay aligned. Uh, stay, stay aligned. You got to stay aligned while you're in the assignment. Don't, don't have folk gossip to you. Don't have folk bring you drama. Don't have folk bring you mess. Don't have people uh, uh, cause you to see uh, 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 someone in a different light, especially if you've been called to preach to this person. My God. Especially if you've been called to minute, don't let folk get in your ear, saints. Don't allow someone to shift what God is saying to you. I'm sorry, I got it. I, I got a little excited there because uh, you know uh, one thing about it is that when you are really prophetically hearing from God, you don't need everyone, everything, and everybody in your ear gate. We got to clean the junk, not just the wax, not just the uh, uh, the dirt. But we got to start cleaning some of the some of the, 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 the chatter that goes on in our ear gate that prevents and hinders the move and the glory of God from being made manifest. Amen. OK, so, we're gonna, so those are some points there. Uh, hallelujah. So verse eight, then we're in Jonah, chapter number three, verses eight. He said, but let every but let but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God, yet turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. So we, we didn't dealt with murder and we didn't also dealt with, 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 with whatever else they had going on in that city. Okay. And who can tell if God, who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not. And God saw their works. Here's the, here's the great part. God saw their works. Hallelujah. God saw their works and they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he had, he, he had said that he would do unto them. So not only did their repentance cause God to repent, but their repentance caused the blessing of the Lord to come upon them. Amen. Okay, so I, I, I want to say to you as we close, hallelujah, that Jonah's responsibility wasn't about Jonah. You're, you being aligned in this season is not about you. Oh, Jesus. You, my sister, my brother, to my every leader, respectfully, I tell you today, I humble myself before every leader, that you being aligned is not about you. It's about the ones you are assigned to. If it was about you, God would only deal with you only. He would only deal with you. But because it's not about you, he's not only talking to you. He's talking to others. Don't you know God was talking to the people of, uh, of Nineveh, but they weren't, they weren't hearing him? They weren't listening? And yes, you can be in such a, a devilment with God. They, the old saints called it a reprobate mind. Yes, you can be out of the sink with the Father so that he ain't really talking to you. But he, but, but he's only, th only thing he's really saying to you is repent, repent, repent. So he had to have a prophet go and do this, the dirty work. 
There's times you're going to be called to a region. You're going to be called to a people to deal with the dirty work. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. Sometimes you got to get yourself dirty in order to deal with the filth so that the people can become clean. Woo! My God. God will have you deal with your own filth so you can become clean so you can get them clean. God will have you deal with your drama so you can go deal with their drama. God will have you go deal with your lifestyle, with your, with, your, with, your, with your gossiping, with your own stuff so that you can go deal with their stuff. So when you got people talking about, oh, ministry is too much for me. I can't handle that. They're crazy. They did that. Those are all excuses because there was a time when you were just such a one. There was a time that you and I and some of us still are just a, such a one that I was operating in this thing. And that's the reason why Samuel told the man of God. He said unto Saul, he said, rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. A lot of us don't even realize it. But when you faulty, when you default and you rely on your own senses instead of the sin of God, you and, and tell God no. When God told you that yes, there is a yes in your belly, but you say no because you don't know why. You, why would he call you? Why would he call me? Why would he call us? Could it be that God sees something in us? That we don't see in ourselves that we have to do, we have to say it, we have to go. Glory to God. Some of us have told God why we can't do such a thing, and God has said, Yes, but I have great need of you, Jonah. I've got need of you, Peter. I've got need of you, David. I'm not worried about your hang up, I'm not worried about your issue, I'm worried about their issue. Woo! I'm worried about their mess. I'm worried about their craziness. Because you know better, Peter. You know better, David. Hallelujah. You know better. They don't know any better. I'm calling you out. That you may be aligned and assigned for the greater work. We lost our, we lost our way of escape a long time ago, my brother and my sister. <laughs> you in this. You said yes, Lord. You cried on that altar. I don't care if you I don't care if you don't have a title. The minute you said yes, Lord, you have became a target against uh, 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 from the, for the enemy. And yes, he's gonna be after you with your emotions, your pride, he's gonna mess with your ego. He's going to melt, mess with your self-esteem. But the minute that you step into God and say, God, if it wasn't for your presence, if it wasn't for your glory, yeah, I'm crying, but I'm still going. I preached. I'm hurt, but I'm still going. I'm tired, but I'm still going. And when you do that, God will cause many to follow many to be delivered. When you go with that, when you go, when you go with the spirit of tenacity, God told me, he said, if don't nobody else go, you better go. He said, if someone tries to prevent you from going, you need to cease from all conversation and communication. Oh my God. Some of us, we play with it. We want to talk 
to, to, we want to talk about it too much. And God said, no, now it's time for exclusive action. I pray that this message bless you all today. As we exit the program, I'm praying for each and everyone. And Father, we pray that those that are not aligned, that are not, that, that are not aligned in their prayer life, in their ministry, in their heart, in their soul, that the, that the alignment comes today, that the peace of God comes today for the assignment. I pray that you, that Lord, that you will continue to anoint us afresh, hallelujah, to take our cities, our nations, our governments, our schools back from the hand of the enemy. God, you are anointing, you are anointing some Jonas in this hour that have ran from your presence, ran from your glory, ran from your, from your, from your authority, ran from your leader, ran from wherever we've came from. You are anointing some Jonas to go back to the place that they were sent so they can do a work for you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God. And I speak rest to every leader, everyone that has been sent in this hour, that you will not fall. That you will not be destroyed. You will not be counted out. That the greater one that lives on the inside will continue to rest in you and through you for such a time as this. In Jesus name. Thank you all for joining for the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. Don't forget to join. Don't forget to subscribe to iHeartRadio.com. I'm sorry, not iHeart. iTunes.com, better known as Apple Tunes, to download the podcast. Don't forget also to subscribe on Spotify, RadioPublic.com, and of course, um, to subscribe on Google Podcasts as well. I pray that you all have a blessed day. May God continue to bless you and anoint you. In Jesus' name, amen.